Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 118. In this episode, we'll have a rules forum update. We'll also be passing you priority. We'll talk about where to play Dice Masters online and wrap it all up with a listener-submitted Bruin Buddies. So let's kick it off with our rules forum update. All right, guys, we are here with Dr. J, newly sworn in Esquire. Congrats, by the way, man. Thank you. <laughs> Congrats. It's awesome. It's, it's legit long... now. You got a piece of paper that says it's legit. That's all right. I also got a card <laughs> in my wallet. Yeah. Ooh, two for one. I didn't get a card in my wallet. That No? Like, yeah. I, it's I... got the worst picture in the world of me. <laughs> it, was it like kind of like DMV lines where they're like, next? No, I I had to go get a passport photo from like the UPS store (laughs) or something, and it was for my bar application to go take the bar exam. Didn't know it was going to be on my (laughs) license afterwards. It's bad. It's bad. It's okay. It's a memento for you. But fortunately, I have to repay my dues every year, so hopefully they'll change the picture. Yeah, you'll 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 like put a like fully photoshopped one, like you know Fabio looking. (laughs) (laughs) next one um but we're finally starting an episode with you and it is a rules forum update that's right it's been a while since we've had one of these it has um and for everybody who's not familiar with the rules forum um just head on over to win.wizkids.com and then hit on uh win.wizkids.com forward slash bb B is in boy, and you'll find all the rules forums there for Dice Masters. So we noticed that we actually missed one in August, so we're going to include that into the section here. Um, and that one was kind of about using the Mjolnir and how to kind of resolve the effect. So, But they did add this interesting piece at the end of the post, right, where they were like, separately, we have received questions about how abilities like this would interact with persistent effects that KO a die as soon as it takes damage, like Uncommon Danger Room. Um, abilities like Mjolnir should be assumed to be check- checking for a KO due to solely the damage that is being dealt, regardless of any secondary effect that would trigger on being damaged. While Mjolnir is resolving, each die that is damaged will trigger Danger Room's effect, but those will not resolve until Mjolnir is completely finished resolving. And then they give us a rulebook reference, which is... In the most recent rulebook, once an ability has begun to resolve, it must resolve fully before the next effect in the queue can begin. So, um, because we've always kind of had these questions sometimes, right? So basically what they're saying is if you've got the danger room out there and then you play the Mjolnir, you would use the you would use the ability until Mjolnir actually knocked out a die with just its damage alone, or you ran out of dice to hit with the ability. Mm And then after that, you would check everything that took damage and then KO it with the Danger Room's ability. Yeah. So um, that that's kind of a way to check things if you have two abilities going off at once. If one is still in the middle of its doing things like, say, a Kona Cold, right? Um, you got to finish doing all of Kona Cold's abilities before you go on to whatever was next that got triggered. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next one is actually in anticipation for the next... Dice Masters campaign box that is coming out. Um, And so they mentioned, we've received a lot of questions about range and anticipation of the upcoming Warhammer 40k Dice Masters release. We hope this post answers them all. And it's a pretty kind of long post, right? Yep. Um, 
So sh- let's just uh, so if you haven't played range yet, the keyword says when one or more character dice with range attack, each active character die with range on both sides simultaneously deals damage equal to its range value to target opposing character die. Each character die with range may choose a different target, and the defending player still resolves their range damage, even if the range die was KO'd by the active player's range damage. So kind of going back to that last part we were talking about the Q. Actually, it feels like it kind of contradicts the one that we just read about um, the Q. All ra- well, a little bit. Well, because it all happens at the same time, right? So one player has to go first. Um, all range damage yeah. is dealt simultaneously. The active player chooses their target and resolves the damage immediately, followed by the inactive player choosing their targets and resolving the damage. So, yeah, that kind of says right there. So who's whoever's attacking gets a pick first. I know, but, the, but the, the, the first player chooses their targets and resolves the damage, and then immediately followed by the inactive player choosing their targets and resolving the damage. Once you've resolved the damage, shouldn't it KO before going into the next step? Well, even if it KO'd, it's still its ability is still going on, and that's what I the know. And that's mentioned. what's that's what's weird to me. Yeah, I don't know if I agreed with that last ruling that we went over. If I were the one writing the rules, I probably would have gone a different <laughs> way. But anyway, not important. Yeah, but Just so so yeah, that's how the keyword um, reads, and then they added some clarifications, right? So it says, no matter how many character dice with range attack, they all only deal the range damage once. So say if you attacked with three range characters. It only triggers yeah, once. Yeah, they would each yeah. do their range damage. That's it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't trigger separately for each attacking dice. Each die with range gets to deal its da- its range damage, even if one player has two dice with range that have the exact same name. One die with range must be attacking for characters to use range, but the attacking player could use r- the range damage from dice that of theirs that aren't attacking. So they're saying you don't have to attack with everybody to use it, but... Something has to attack. Yeah, that's yeah, a keyword. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, did we want to go into this example um, for that? Uh, uh, I don't know. If there's anything in there that's super. Yeah, that it, we it need ca- to go over. Yeah, it kind of just explains everything else out. But essentially, what it's saying is, if range triggers, everybody gets to join the party. <laughs> yeah. Once, one time, yep. right? Yeah. Um, and then you can assign. You don't have to assign it just to the attacking character. It could be to other characters on the field. At the bottom, after the whole, they go through the whole thing. It says, there are no attacking character dice, no blocking character dice. Neither player chooses to use any global abilities or action dice, and the attack step ends. So, I don't know if that matters at all, but... Uh, I think in the example, it ends up KOing all the attacking characters. Oh, okay. So, So, yeah, it's not... So, it's damage separate from the attack step damage. So, would this be considered... This would not be considered combat damage. No, I think this is ability There's an ability damage, that triggers yeah. off of combat damage. Yeah. This would be ability damage. Yeah. Um, and then uh, from from the sounds of it is, since since it is not combat damage, you check for this damage before you you complete the attack phase, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where, if, there's anyone, if there's anything left over, then you would have to block any attackers that are still Yeah, that are still there. going out there. So, yeah. so that's kind of some clarifications for range um, whenever we see the 40 games that come out. <laughs> but um, it's kind of nice. Two to, years. It's, it's kind of nice to see the rules for them at least update and at least try to answer some of the questions that have been yeah. going around that people have questioned. So if you guys want to check out these rulings specifically, especially when we want to see the example they have there, Head on over to win.wizkids.com forward slash BB, B as in boy, 
and we'll have all the rules updates posted there and you can check that all out. All right, Jared, I'm going to have you back in a second where we have some people weren't as happy with our last uh, errata that. Okay, guys, we are back with Dr. J. Um, are you excited to hear some feedback from I'm always excited for feedback, yeah. so, uh, even if it's wrong. <laughs> Usually you're the one that's wrong, right? Um, so I hear. Yeah, if you guys had not, haven't listened yet, go listen to episode 117 for our errata that section because the um, majority of our passing priority came back. So a couple of people, uh, Zach Pope, Stephen Stewart, they sent us some messages saying, hey, Joker isn't all that bad. Um, you know, you could always use the Razagul Cal L Global to or the Razagul Global to have Joker on his can't be blocked by villains or non villains and just take away all the villain affiliations. Or use Danger Room, which makes all your all the characters villains and then flip him to the side where he can't be blocked by villains. Um they've also mentioned, you know, flipping his attack and defense, um, spinning him up, um, or using overcru overcrush or kind of an attack boost to kind of do all the damage to that. Um, the one interesting one that I, I saw that Steven had sent in is like, you could use the, I believe this is the rare dark magician girl. If this monster does not block when you assign combat damage, this monster may deal its attack value or I think this is the wrong one. Um, I think there's one dark magician girl where if she doesn't attack, you can transfer her attack value to another character. Yeah. Um, I have to check. I that one, she was hard to work. She was the rare dark magician girl from the Yu-Gi-Oh set. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. It says, does not block when you assign combat damage. The monster may deal its attack value and damage to an attacking monster. Um, so, yeah, I don't. that one actually wouldn't work because it seems like that only would trigger on the... Uh, it only it Defend. only triggers when you are defending. defending and when yeah. does it trigger? Uh, when you assign combat damage. If she didn't block, then you can use her yeah. damage. It would be a good count. It would actually be a good counter to Joker. It yeah, would be a good counter to Joker. You wouldn't block, and she has a three, four, five. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So, so if your opponent actually used the Kal-El Global flip Joker's attack, she would knock. She would, she knock, would knock out Joker. Out, yeah. So that's actually a good counter and if, to yeah. blockables. And if <laughs> and if if she doesn't, and if it doesn't knock him out, if they don't flip it, you're only taking like two damage or something <laughs> like that so, not even that big of so, a deal so yeah so what, what was kind of your feedback on everybody else's saying hey why are you guys bagging so much on joker because he sucks because <laughs> he's such a bad card that's why and not that you know not that he's like the worst card out there because we've, done, we've done far worse you go back yeah. and listen to our previous round of that there has been some giant there's been some wads of garbage that have come yeah. out in this game i mean we did the deck of many things Go ahead. Like I'm just going to list them off, and I want our listeners to go and make these cards work. If they're newer listeners and they aren't familiar with these cards, the Deck of Many Things from the second D&D &D set, the Bugbear <laughs> Ambusher from that same set. The Flash, the any Flash. of them. We still get comments about Super Rare Hulk. People are like, no, that thing works. It doesn't. It doesn't work. I mean, I mean when, when Russ, the guy who makes the impossible work says it doesn't work you, you know you know there's an issue and i mean some of these are you can if you do the work you can make them work a little bit you know it, but they take a lot of work and the joker is kind of that way there are so many other options that are just as good as the joker 
if not way better. Yeah. And and some of them, like even some of these suggestions, we were like, well, you use these other unblockable characters to kind of chip down their life and then use the Joker. I'm like, then shouldn't you do the same thing you don't to need, all of those? That's the thing is the Joker <laughs> does such small attack on his own. Like you can't do a lot of damage with him unless you work with it. You have to bring the Kal-El global or you have to bring something that's going to buff his damage. You have to make sure that they don't have a counter to it. Like, yeah. Like if they had that start, like, ma- the start magician girl. Yeah. Or <laughs> they could a magic be- missile or uh <laughs> Kate Bishop global or, you know, which they could just use that Kate Bishop for a four cost <laughs> yeah. for a four cost. Just bring dimension door. And make whatever you want yeah. unblockable. Or a silver sable. And the and it doesn't even have the caveat that it has to be villains or non-villains or anything like that. You just you just bring the dimension yeah. door and it's unblockable. You know, slap it on a Hulk, slap it on a Mr. Fix It, you know. Slap it on any card that's not a super rare. Yeah. And and, and I, make it better. Yeah, I also mentioned that because it's a super rare, it just adds, you know more punishment it to, does. to down it does like because the, it's like not like super rare flash from from justice league or whatever i mean it's not a ter- it wouldn't be a terrible card if it was on a common yeah but it's on a super rare because because especially with this it's like okay i could see this working in a draft but your chances of pulling it in a draft are so like low where i can't even plan on that like if this was a common i'd be like okay it's not the best but in a draft this could help me win the game so I, I would go for it. The, the way I see it, and, and this is an opinion that is kind of out of date because we don't have rarities on our cards anymore with the move to the LCG format. But cards that were super rare, I feel, should all be generally in the same realm of playability and, you know, have, a, have good abilities where they're all kind of close to equal, but you look at this and you compare it to other super rares that are much more usable, like King Black Bolt or Gobby. Stick a Serena on there. Serena, (laughs) Nobby, super rare Jubilee, you know, the good super rares. And you're just like, man, this guy, he's as good as some commons. This feels to me like evil Deadpool and super rare Deadpool. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that was bad. they are the same type of ability. They, in fact, the common one is better than the super yeah. rare. So, like, I, even just in Settlons, I I pulled up all the super rares just for the Batman set. You have Dark Side in uh, that yeah. set. You have Mister Miracle, the one that gives uh, Boomerang to all yep. your action. Amazing. Dice. You have Owlman, which you know is is okay. You have the Joker, and then you have all these White Lanterns that I'm not even just. <laughs> Even those White Lanterns were better than the Joker in their own way. Like the the White Lantern Aquaman, he was pretty solid. And they had a, they actually had decent stats. White too. Lantern Superman topped out at like eight eight or something, didn't he? Yeah. So they, they at least had decent stats. Uh, was so, the Joker top out at an attack three, uh, three or four? Yeah. God, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, three is his attack, but he has six defense. And I and we understand that there's a lot of people out there who just love the Joker. And really want, you know, the Joker to be good. I was the same way with when I when Ronan the Accuser came out and I was like, oh, the first two are crap, but I don't know what the rare is. What's the rare? Because I hope it's really good. And it was the crappiest. Like that just sometimes our favorite characters just suck in this game. Yeah, like the Flash. Like the Flash. <laughs> like Hal Jordan. No. Just such, no. such no. utter garbage. No. Yeah. 
who's one of the few usable crossover characters. <laughs> oh man, you, you can't miss, de- you can't deny that. I miss you can't that. deny that. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so you know that. So like, yeah, we we get it. It's he, he's not horrible co- compared to all of our other other ones, but he's still kind of leaning towards that bad side. Yeah, where you know, I I think. And I don't remember what all the White Lanterns in that set do, but I might might go ahead and say that for me, he's the worst super rare out of that set. Now, he's nowhere near as bad as the White Lanterns from the previous set, the Green Arrow Flash set. <laughs> they are all just hot garbage, the worst thing ever. Yeah, especially if you compare it to all the Black Lanterns that came before it, and you're like, right. what? <laughs> but uh, but he might be the worst super rare in this in that set yeah um but go hey, ahead and disagree with us yeah, if, say dr j is wrong it's fine i get it a lot <laughs> i can handle some criticism shouldn't you hear that more now that you're a legit lawyer i'm i'm sure that for, once for, I, from once, your like the opposing yeah, side is going to be like you're I wrong into trials a lot i mean i'm going to be hearing that almost every day so we've toughened you up Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I've got some thick skin. <laughs> just don't say swear words at me. So no, just make sure it's in the deposition where you have to repeat them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so hey, we still want to hear from you guys. If you you know, we, we want to continue this conversation, or if you agree with us, somebody out there's got to agree with us. Yeah, right? we've got we've got a lot of people who think that we're wrong. Uh, any of you people who think that we're right, you know, get on get on our Facebook yeah. page and defend us. Yeah, Facebook.com forward slash double burst or shoot us an email double burst at ktdata.net. And if you're doing either of those, if you want to be mentioned on the show, you better hurry up because we're down to two episodes after this. That's so. right. That's right. Um, send those in. All right, Dr. J, I will see you in a second. Um, so get your brewing hat on. Um, because I think this will be fun because I know what we're brewing and Russ definitely isn't a fan of one of the keywords we're brewing for. So I'm going to need your help <laughs> on this. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing today, my friend? Good, how are you? Uh, I am doing great. So, you know, we get this question a lot for for players because um, I, I think even today, you know, I, I, I saw a post on one of the Facebook groups. There's like, hey, there's not really anybody around where I live that is playing Dice Masters. How do I kind of do this online thing? So what we kind of wanted to do is not talk about the nuts and bolts. If you guys want to know about the nuts and bolts, we actually did a older episode, uh, an episode previously on how to like set up your setup and what kind of cameras and stuff to use. What we wanted to talk about today is where you can actually play Dice Masters online, right, Russ? Uh, right. Yeah, uh, if you have a camera, microphone, yeah, and, you're good. And don't be shy. Well, you don't even need it. Most cameras have microphones built in. Just do that. So there's kind of, and there's both for both players. People who kind of are just looking to drop in, there's options available for that. But if Or if you're looking for kind of tournaments and stuff, there's always things like that too. If you're looking for a weekly kind of dice um you know, kind of more of like a tournament format. Always check out the weekly Dice Arena on Tuesdays, um, where I think his is his name Ross. I can't remember his name now. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not sure. Um, but he always kind of posts, "Hey, we're going to be using this format this week," um, and so build your team around that, and let's come have a couple casual games um, for that. Or if you're kind of looking for um, more of a big tournament where you're going to the team a couple of times, the two team t- takedown 
um, is always a good one. And they're running those events pretty regularly, regularly too. So like usually within a couple of weeks after one finishes, they're starting up another one. Yeah. Because um, did you play in a couple of those? I played in one of the. I forget what it was. Might have been an might have been an online, online virtual worlds. Yeah, it um, was one of those for that. So and then so the question is, where do you kind of find all, all of this information? So there's a lot there. So the place you want to do so you can always check out the Facebook pages and stuff. But if you want, like first a, place, I think yeah. is Facebook Unlimited. Yeah. If you're not a part of Dice Masters Unlimited on Facebook, that's a good place to start. There's also an online group that you can get there too, um, and that you can join. That's I think it's Dice Masters Online if I remember the name of right. The other places you can do is there are um, Discord channels that you can jump into. Yeah, so jump on Discord. There, um, There's a group, a Dice Masters Unlimited group. There's an, a smaller group. Yeah, th- th- those Chris are... Chris and Rob run. Yeah, th- those are the best places if you're kind of looking for quote-unquote pickup games. Pickup like, games, yeah. and they also, like, uh, this coming Saturday, this will... I can't remember when this is posting. Uh, it should be the day after <laughs> this post, so yeah. Yeah, so the day after this post, um, my understanding is there, there's a tournament this coming Saturday, November... October 20th. It's oh, not November it's yet. It's not Octo- October 20th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2018. Welcome you, to you, you, November, if you're listening. Do, do, but, uh, do October, you know where you are right now? Just, just apparently check not. In. <laughs> Uh, so October 20th, 2018, they're playing a tournament online, um, from what I understand, uh, this weekend, and you can find that information on Discord. Uh, so really this segment was just about talking about the nuts and bolts, right? You can get on Facebook, you can ask for, for information on games or ask for pickup games. This, the same on Discord, um, Discord's pretty active. Yeah, and and then so and then people are asking, so where do you actually do it? So the uh, so those are kind of places that you can reach out and see where you can play the. And then the other place that you can actually go to is if you go to the dicecoalition dot com, and then go to their online play one. Um, you'll see a menu that comes up, and there's one that says rooms. If you highlight over that, you'll see room one through six. Um, and then what you can do is you click on those; those will actually load Google Hangouts. Yeah, so that they have saved. Right? They make it. Dice Coalition has done a good job. It's really simple. You connect with a player that you want to play, whether it's through Facebook or Discord, and say, let's meet in room one, and you both click room one, and you're ready to go. You don't have to worry about all the, the other... You know, things. sharing, like, usernames and stuff. And what, what's what's another interesting thing, too, is I think some people actually will sit in one of these rooms, and if somebody shows up, they're like, hey, you want to play a match? And you can just go in there. So... Um, don't quote me on that, but I've, yeah, I, I, I think I've, had that I think I've seen sometimes people are just hanging around too in some of those so. rooms looking for people to play. So you guys can check that out. Um, and then really, you know, you can do it on your phone if you want to hold up your phone through a whole match or just have a webcam set up and you should be good to go. Um, like, this is really good for competitive players that maybe don't have a scene locally that really need to either prepare or warm up for Worlds or they have something they're working on, or just completely casual random games. So it's really simple. Like I said, communicate. You have players all around everywhere. So you might not have a local scene, but every, if typically have the internet. 
uh, or go to a game store and ask to use their internet. I guess that'd work too. <laughs> go to Starbucks. Yeah. Play dice man. So, that, that, that'd be interesting to play an online match in the Starbucks. <laughs> with the, like you're talking to someone and remember's like, what's that guy doing right. in the corner? But Dice Coalition <laughs> and then go to the rooms. Um, it's so, really, really yeah, smooth. It, it's, it's pretty, because you didn't even have to sign in or anything, right? Nope. Um, it just sets it sets you up. Um, I do one one suggestion. I do suggest when you are playing this is have some headphones on that keeps the uh, feedback down. <laughs> um, on that, and I mean, like, what what have what has been your experience with that? Where because so, some of the setups, obviously, you can't see the board and stuff. So, like, what what's your experience in actually playing? And any kind of tips you have? Uh, I just make sure it's lit. Uh, I thought mine was pretty lit, but. Uh, ben was struggling, so I need to add another light to my current setup. Yeah, just like a lamp. Yeah. A lamp or two will do amazing so, things. So, uh, you know, it, I wouldn't worry about... I prefer when I'm playing someone. This is personal preference. I don't care about seeing all the cards like you would... You kind of just want like to see the field zone. The field zone, that way it's easier to see the... The tax, the yeah, tax values. The stuff. stats as opposed to if you... If you're panned away, then you're going to see all the cards, but you're not going to be able to read them, and you're not going to be able to see the stats. I mean, did, really, on there, did, did you did you have like the the team builder loaded up too, so you can pull up the information? Because I know some people no, what, what they do is they'll build their team in that and send the link to their yeah, opponent. I've done that more when I was in the virtual worlds, but I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I'm on there for fun. I'm trying combos, and then I, you know, really enjoy playing. So. I mean, if someone's up to playing, you can ping me, and we can see if we can get a game on. So don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Russ, Russ is actually a fun guy to play with because part of it is you'll play your team, but then you'll start playing your opponent's team too, right? Yep. <laughs> so that, that's always kind of a good thing. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, if you guys have any questions or are just looking for people to play, um, shoot us an email: doubleburst at ktdata.net. Or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst, um, and check out all the resources and stuff. Or if you have any technical issues, Russ can troubleshoot them, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, all right, Russ. I will see you in a second. Um, we're we're, we're going to just going to try and brew a team with your favorite keyword. Joy. All right, guys. We are here back with the KO King and Dr. J. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you? Um, are you guys excited to brew again? I am. I've actually I, been. I've got. You've gotten the itch. Well, I've got this uh, idea on this team, and I hope I can stay on course when we discuss well, uh, well, it. And I, I don't branch too far I, away. I thought you were excited because it has your most favorite keyword of all time on it. I don't like this keyword. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, out of all the things that have this keyword, I could go with this team. Yeah. So, so th this one was sent in by our buddy Troy Miller, um, and it was in a giant. So, Troy, remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I was chopping up your email. So, here's another piece of that email that I, I kind of put into a different <laughs> section. Um, so, he wrote in so many good brewing buddy possibilities now that we have new product, but I'll limit myself to just one: how to build around swarm and infiltrate with the new Kree soldier protecting the seat of Hala. Um, and this is one of the easiest cards to read for me. It's a two-cost fist. It has the keyword swarm. 
and it has the keyword infiltrate. There's nothing else that's in it. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with the keyword swarm is, while this character is active, if you draw this die during your clear and draw step, draw and roll an extra die and infiltrate when this character die is unblocked, you may return this die to the field zone and deals and it deals your opponent one damage. Um, and always remember, you have to have a swarm die in the field yep. in order for your other swarm dice to swarm. The exact same the exact, swarm die. Yes, so, it has to be, so one Kree soldier has to be on the field. Yep. Um, and that's why you dice count for this one, you probably want four. <laughs> for sure. Um, and his attack stats are 1-1, one, 1-2, one, one, two, and 2-2, two, two, which ironically fall in line with both infiltrate and most useful so this came characters. in one of the team packs right uh so yes the Kree, with two yeah. dice yeah so you'll have to get two of those Damn. for the Cree invasion pack just dirty it's just <laughs> dirty <laughs> all right so who who wants to start in okay terms of so this team to stay thematic with the Cree in the set there there's two two that i would add um I'm I'm torn on which Cree captain. So there's one that has swarm with the global. So the the Cree captain global is paid two fists once per turn. The next character die you purchase this turn costs three less. So it's basically a one discount. I know we get caught up on the it's three less, but unless you're, you're using two. beholder, <laughs> you're paying two to get one less. Unless you're using yeah. beholder. Which so unless your I name, really want to use Beholder, unless, unless your name is Zach, the Global Guru. So the, be, <laughs> the Beholder in this is really nice, but I'm torn. Do you, do you add another Swarm because that would give you eight Swarm characters, or Cree Captain gets plus one and plus one for every active villain, which the Cree sold, which the Cree soldier is also right. Like so what ear? What is the Cree? What is his base defense? What are his defense stats? The for soldier? captain or soldier? The the one with swarm that we're talking about. The soldier, the soldier one, two, two. one, yeah, one two two. So one two two. Yeah, he's Cree relatively easy also, to ping out. Cree captain would also have swarm at a one two three. You'd have eight eight die that are swarming. Right. Yeah, and that one's a three cost. Which is, and that's why I said I I could see kind of doing this. This would that would give you eight characters and then i would add to it the supreme intelligence which is the fabricate um and the one i would i'm leaning toward and then this is why i'm leaning toward the Cree captain that gets the buff as well is that it's a fabricate to five you have to fabricate something with Cree in the name um but supreme intelligence is active when you fill the character die with Cree in the name, character dice you control get plus one, plus one. So if you filled a bunch of those ones that you're swarming, you could really buff up all of those Cree dice. Yeah, and, and having the fabricate mechanic kind of helps solve one of the problems that I always have with swarm characters is because, sure, I'll get swarmed to trigger once, and then I'll have to field all three of my swarmers and with no way of getting them out, out of the field. So you said the, the Kree captain was one you'd put in there. What is his ability again? Plus one, plus one for every villain character in the he field. Gains he gains plus, plus one, plus one for every villain in the field. Yeah. What, are, what are his, what's his purchase cost? 
Three. Three costs. So using his global will not help you whatsoever. <laughs> they're, they're all villains, I'm guessing. Yeah, they're all villains. I'm sorry, I don't have the, the yeah, card like yeah. in front of me yeah, right they're, now. They're all villains. So you, like, I kind of like the, the one that gets a plus one, plus one defense to all your characters. Um, because that's that's the drawback you run into Swarm, right? Is people just knock out your single lone Swarmer that's on the field, where this will yeah. buff it up a little bit, right? I Here's the thing, is that at the rest of my team that we'll talk about in a second, what I struggle with is I can have eight swarmers or dice that will swarm. And I, I think I can manipulate my plans without the attack, which I know is pretty common, <laughs> right? What do you but mean I could, without the attack? Like, I don't need attack stats for what I'm planning on doing with mine. I have you don't f- need attack stats? Yeah, I have so a So why play that Cree captain that gets an attack and defense? That's why up. I'm saying I think I would go with the swarm one. Yeah. Same swarm Cree captain? Has, yeah. Oh, okay, one one gotcha. has swarm, one doesn't so have So I'd have two characters with swarm and give me eight dice. I'm pre- eight I'm pre- villains. I'm predicting a parademon showing up somewhere. Nope. Nope. Eight villains that I could fabricate. Why? Are you sticking a black mantle on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. You on. you Hold just on. you didn't brew you didn't you didn't follow the brewing rules. No, you didn't brew for this character. You just no, brewed a black manta team. No, because, because he has infiltrate, right? So this this would be my team. And I know you're annoyed. And I'm it, already it, it, I'm already it, annoyed. It is, it is really dirty with that. Think outside the that. box a little bit, and I just go to oh, it's a villain? Broke a card. Well, so I would add another villain to it that would help me prep die. And I put a little bat family hush. global and hush. You're putting hush and black mant on this. <laughs> Why That's do you- a team. That's a te- win condition in and of itself. <laughs> this is just extra that you're throwing on that you won't ever buy. It's like Zach's, it's like Zach's satchel team that had multiple, <laughs> multiple man, man and the <laughs> ring. It was just a multiple man ring team. <laughs> No, so I have those. Are you going to put Angela on the team, too? No, you don't need it, because <laughs> what what I would put on there to balance the infiltrate with the cheap characters and the swarm, because mm-hmm. I know Hush is going to do J- a lot of Jared, you damage. want that desk, that, that table right there where you can head desk? Uh, <laughs> I'd actually... It's padded. <laughs> I would want Hush more than I'd want Black Manta. Just because Black Manta would do what you're well, talking about. What are you going to do with all, all, all this, all this ramp? Because <laughs> you got two... Because like, it bleeds it out. Yeah, but, but if you if you put Hush on the team, your swarm characters won't swarm because you'll be pulling them out of your bag and prepping them with Hush. If you need to. So you, you're so excited to brew this because you've just taken the swarm out of the equation. No, because I, what, I, <laughs> no, what I want is I want eight swarm characters in the field Why? that I force my opponent to decide, especially the, the two the so, swarm infiltrate so, so, is what I want to capitalize. Hold on, let me finish. All right. All what right. I want to capitalize on is the swarm infiltrate together. So I get all four of my characters in the field, and I use super rare battery so I battery. yeah, so I attack and I ha- my opponent has to decide: do they block or do they let it through? And then and you're going to take damage through, either way. It. Infiltrate, not you swarm. infiltrate. Yeah, it. yeah. But, oh, this sounds 
It's like so much work. And it's no, it's just four characters and a battery. The rest was just for fun. <laughs> you just attack with the four. It's like, all right, you're gonna let it if you say So your your four I'll characters are, are the two Crees and Hush. Or just the one character that we started with and a battery. So four four two cost characters that do infiltrate and swarm. Put a battery on. Okay, it. so so the battery, the way that it works is if your opponent wants to block anything, mm-hmm. they have to pay one they pay a life while while active your while active your opponent Who's must life? pay one life per character to block. Okay. And the way infiltrate works is it triggers after your opponent declares blockers. Yeah, if they don't dec- if they don't block, infiltrate damage triggers right then. So it's guaranteed one for every character. So, so if if they block an infiltrate character, it's you, just normal. It's just normal. Yeah. You can't choose to infiltrate. I'm sorry, but I've just been, I didn't ever like infiltrate, and so I, I never really learned the nuances man. of how it worked. So if they block the character that has infiltrate, then it's nothing just, happens. Yeah, it's it just gets normal. knocked out or You're, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the reason that I am struggling with brewing this team is because infiltrate and swarm to me are like contradictory they're abilities. Well, no, they're not that contradictory they if you are. think about it. It allows your swarm characters to do something other than just sit on your field. Like they're not supposed to be in your field. That's the whole point of swarm. Is you're well, you got to have at least energy. one, right? You're supposed to draw them out of the bag. Well, you got to have at least one character on yeah, there. You have, so, yeah, you need one in the field. Sure. So and you want three they, in the bag. They actually yeah. are contradictory, though, Kevin. Because if you if they let them through and I trigger infiltrate, then they just come back. But you don't have to trigger infiltrate, right? But if they block it, then they go to my use. And if you use Russ's fabricate option like i was thinking about it i was like oh you could attack and then they don't block and then you fabricate them after they deal their damage or whatever but then they won't swarm because they'll be coming from your prep area instead so you didn't draw them out of the bag and so they still won't swarm so i'm struggling because these two abilities are they're grinding my gears a little bit they don't work together they don't work together but that's why it's cool (laughs) it's not cool it's just (laughs) dumb i don't like it Okay, it, if, what what you, what you should do? His attack's not great, but if you could buff it up, just look, and that's why I think with the the supreme intelligence, you fill the few, and all of your care gets plus one. They're not going to want that infiltrate to go through. The bad thing is, is it will knock him out, but then let you go again. I think just that if you pilot it right you, you create decisions on your opponent's side it's like oh do i take it do i true true that's if, where i if think they don't fun. block your infiltrate characters they're going to you have but it also puts decision making on your shoulders too do i take the easy damage now or do i let it go through and try to swarm and use that energy for something else later uh i would want another uh fabricator like a clay golem or something that would allow me to protect one damage to my characters kind of protect them mm. i i just uh i don't know if i can brew this team because i feel like if if i brew for the swarm i'm not brewing for the infiltrate but if i brew for the infiltrate then i'm not brewing for the swarm see see the reason why i like it is i i would actually throw this onto my angela team and then I would use the swarm early to buy Angela, and then later on just field them to thin out my bag, 
and then start infiltrating them because it is a low cost character. Yeah. Which when like when I was playing a lot of the infiltrate teams, that's what that would be the kind of the limiting factor is how much damage I could do before my opponent could kill me. Where the more low cost infiltrate characters I can get, the faster I can actually chip them down to a manageable level. Yeah, so damage. something I, I actually like that. So something that you might want to do is bring oh, I'm trying to think of like what did we what is there anything that discounts dice when you buy them? Like big entrance. So you so, yeah. you, bring, so you bring big entrance, big you entrance buy all in. your swarm characters super fast. And then you would use that energy and maybe you've got like a fist global or something that you can use or the Cree captain. What's his what's his global do? Pay two fists and the next two. character you buy is three less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You could use that, buy some more fist characters, maybe like a gorilla grod or something yeah. like that. Cause because I found the quick or Angela. Yeah, the the or quicker whatever. you can get Angela on a field on the field for She's an infiltrate. She's a four cost, right? Yeah. So if you use two fists, you can buy her for one. You could buy multiple of yeah. her actually using yeah. that. The quicker then, you can get her on the field, the more your opponent feels. The and then pressure once you with buy it, a so. couple, then you can put them out there, and then you can use Cree use the infiltrate Cree Cree Captain, Supreme Intelligence, and Grod. <laughs> you need nothing else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are there any other like big fist characters that I'm thinking like Ten Costanos? Uh, I think he's a fist. No, he's a mask. Oh, yeah, it's always been a mess. Yeah, and the other nice thing too is once the forty k set comes out, I, there will be an infiltrate character that's two cost that is of every energy type. Because right now we're only missing a mask, so right. the the gray hunter when that comes out is a two cost mask, and you can have five of them, which I really like. So you could you could actually make this work with, uh, like Mister Fix It, Hulk. You could make what um, the uh, it's Hulk, but She Hulk from she -Hulk, the Thor yeah. set. Yeah. She's fist, right? Yeah, she's a fist, and she's anytime your your character one of your characters takes damage, damage. your opponent has to spin a character down or take damage, right? Or no, she has to spin up if she can't spin up anymore. Right, right. She so that would damage. work with the infiltrate too. If you attack and your opponent decides to block the infiltrate characters rather than oh, and with super rare banshee on there, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, then you could then you're. You're That's getting three. A, yeah. That would be three damage that would per be character cool. they block. Yeah. That would be kind of awesome. And then if they, they don't block, which they don't want to, then you just keep infiltrating them and doing some damage that way. So, oh, yeah. That'd be sweet. I'm also like, I'm trying to not just brew for Swarm because what keeps going into my mind is uh, Luke Cage Global, yeah. uh, Lantern Ring. I mean, throw Parademon on here. That would be. Because that's our that's another fist too. So and that's Did the even a fist. I oh, thought he was a bolt. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a yeah. He's a. How bolt. much does he cost? Uh, four. I think four. The parademon. The so. It's a four. Yeah, four cost, and he's a villain, which is nice. So it kind of adds more synergy if you go with the Kree soldier out too. Mm. So you could use that and make you know make the Kree make him cheaper. And he has swarm. No, you, you get you <laughs> like get the two Krees. Yeah. So Kree captain Kree. Soldier, I know you you hate it, but if if you're looking to make a really solid team, those eight dice with uh, what's his name, uh, Black Manta, Black Manta. <laughs> would be yes. really nasty. Mm -hmm. You swore him, you KO. You swore him, you KO. Ugh. 
<laughs> but you wouldn't be swarming every time they KO'd. I mean, it's it's good because well, it's a lot put, of villains. If you and put it's Hush Manta. on there, if you put Hush on there, it could allow you to churn as well to make sure. That's kind of what I was thinking with the swarm because I always get the situation if I swarm, and then you I just, just want to like throw the board after you swarm. Twelve <laughs> die that I would need to, you know, if they get out of the field, what do I then do? Because I just see a game where okay, I. I've purchased all this stuff, all this swarm. Now I can't field it. What do I do? You, yeah. you can't get one of those characters out. You got a dumb bag. That's why I don't like swarm. Yeah, you guys want to? We we can recreate the circle of Russ's experience with swarm. It's like swarm sucks, but I had to put it in my team. Man, does this swarm <laughs> once? Yeah, this, the swarm thing isn't too bad. Later on, all his swarm characters get KO'd. Never swarm. I hate swarm. Yeah, I've rarely, I've rarely ever gotten Swarm to work on any of my teams. Cobalt worked for me once, but anytime I get it in the field, it's like just it's it, a target. It paints a target, and everybody's like, I wanted to. I actually, the only reason I ever played is because I had that promo Cobalt. I was like, I gotta play this. Gotta show, gotta show off the. I mean, this isn't much cobalt. better than the Cobalt as far as stats go. Is what, z- one, two, two on defense? It might be easier to get the dice for, though. Yeah, <laughs> you guys remember the the great cobalt shortage? It's making uh, yes, it's the Jeez. infiltrate work. I kind of like those two together. On the surface, doesn't seem like they yeah. should work. And, and and you you honestly want to know when infiltrate gets dangerous? Um, is when you can use the rare cosmic cube, like. That one becomes or a Black three. Widow. Is there not, was there not a card that or increased? There's a card that a, increases yes, your infiltrate damage, right? Uh, yeah, there's a Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow that there's another that. one, too. There, there's two of them that increase your infiltrate damage. So you could get her for three. Well, see, that global's not great unless you... Unless it's a really it's big really character. It's really not. Yeah. A, a, yeah. Expensive character, it's really good. If it's four or higher, yeah, sure, it's good. But three I mean, with, characters. With Beholder, <laughs> I've already wanted to play this with my Beholder Raven uh, Hella team. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. It's so... <laughs> All the discounts. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying stuff for two and you're putting stuff back on the card every turn. That, that global's too strong. Yeah. With Beholder, it is. Yeah, yeah, with Beholder. With, with, Beholder, with anything yeah. that lets you do a global yeah. for free. By itself, it's, it's for, for two fists, I actually think it's a little overpriced. I would prefer it more to be oh, no, that two global, and a generic. Yeah, that global's fine. No, yeah. the Hella global is what I was talking about. Hella, Raven, and Beholder. I'm wondering if anyone online plays that. But Hey, if anybody wants to test awesome. against Russ for this, he's going to try it. You just have to have all mass. But you and I played with that, didn't, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, here's this team that this guy said I should work on. I just threw some stuff together, and here's my finely tuned Beholder Hella team that you're going to play against. I remember that. Did you flip the table? Every turn. (laughs) (laughs) Makes it really hard for your opponent to buy anything. Yeah. Ever. Well, he didn't flip the table, so it can't be that bad, right? (laughs) I've never flipped the table, but I've gotten salty plenty of times. Where would you rate that team on the scale of everything? Uh, I don't think we actually like got a really good playthrough of it. 
It didn't trigger the, quite the way. Like, I think I was just buying the dirt cheap characters yeah. every turn so that I'd put, like, a two cost back on the card every time to kind of uh, counter it. It was like my controlled by death one step earlier. It's like, yeah. It doesn't have to be in the use. There was like, some synergy there, but it wasn't refined enough. Yeah. 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 All right. You're uh, your warlock team, man. That that caused some salty players oh back in the day. Gosh. <laughs> Maybe you should pull that out of the time capsule one time. Just just to show. I people mean, it how wasn't that long was. ago, but it was such a gross team. I you say stopped... it wasn't that long ago, but it was almost a year ago now. I well, think. I said <laughs> I want to talk about my Doomsday team, and you're like, no, nah, that's not re- that's not that's too recent because we've talked about it before too. Yeah, also, that's fair. <laughs> So, all right, guys, thank you so much for kind of brewing this team. Troy, I hope this helps you. Um, I can't even imagine what else you have in your mind that you kind of want us to tackle. You've got to hurry up because we're running out of episodes to brew. Um, guys, thank you so much. If you guys have suggestions on what to add to this team or if you think we're entirely nuts and wrong, shoot us an email, uh, kickcast at ktdata.net, or not kickcast, double <laughs> Doubleburst.net. <laughs> really, honestly, it doesn't matter that much. I get all of them. Uh, Doubleburst at ktdata.net. Um, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. And I am surprised that in 118 episodes, I've only done that twice. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What would you add to that Brewing Buddies team? And are we still wrong about the Joker? You can shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. Just a friendly reminder, there's only two episodes left before we end the show, so make sure you get those letters in and we'll read them on air. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.